Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, friends. I hope that you are all doing well. This week, we are talking all about boundaries, including what they are, why they are important, the various types of boundaries, and how to set them. I thought that this would be a great topic to discuss as we move into the holiday season, which for many people involves visiting lots of friends and family, which often brings up a lot of challenging dynamics. And people already struggle with the idea of setting boundaries to begin with, but I find most people seem to really struggle with this concept, especially when it comes to close friends and family, where we might feel extra vulnerable standing our ground because there's so much history and these dynamics are often really closely linked back to our childhood wounds and patterns. Now, the reason why setting healthy boundaries can be so frightening for most people is because at a deeply subconscious level, it can pose as a threat to our survival. And the reason why this happens is because we are a species whose survival has always depended on a sense of belonging and community. If we reflect back to our ancestors, the worst thing that could have happened to any human being was to be exiled from their community or tribe. So our fears around this topic run deep. And the reason why many of us comply and compromise to fit in is out of fear of being cast off or rejected by society. And we often do this at the expense of our own personal authenticity and well-being. Now, the reason why this topic is important is because we are evolving as a human race on many levels. We are shattering both the old and new stagnant paradigms that no longer work, and we're paving the way for conscious human existence. And we do this by first becoming clear on our own individual sovereignty. So let's talk a little bit about what boundaries are and their importance. In a sense, a personal boundary is sort of similar to the borders that separate countries in that if you want to travel to a different country, you must abide by the rules of that land. In terms of the human experience, a boundary is where you stop and someone else begins, which includes your physical body, emotions, personal space, and so on and so forth. And you can have different boundaries with different people in your life. The interesting part is if you were to look around, you would see clearly that the most intelligent and respectful people in your life are the ones you need minimal boundaries with because they simply understand how to be present and hold space for those around them. Boundaries are often for those individuals who storm through life without much consideration for others and with almost the sense of false entitlement. So in those situations, you are just setting your standards a bit more clearly and decidedly as a means of personal preservation and your overall well-being. And because unfortunately there are people in our world that will always push the limits. There will They will push you as far as they think they can for their own personal gain. And some never take accountability or responsibility for their life experiences. And with that, will continue to bully, disrespect, and disregard other people in order to avoid their own life circumstances. 
And in other cases, some people tend to push the boundaries of others simply out of fear because convincing others to do what they are doing gives them a false sense of comfort to continue to believe that they are not alone in their decisions. So it's important to remember that you are not responsible for someone else's life and that you are an autonomous human being with a life purpose. And a part of that purpose is not sacrificing your life for people that refuse to take ownership of their behavior and actions. Another thing that makes boundaries difficult for many people is outdated cultural or societal expectations, which can include having to respect others without question or accepting responsibility for things that you shouldn't have to, or doing things outside of your will because of an irrational belief around reputation and honor. But the most important thing to consider in these instances is if by upholding these values, you are giving away your personal power and autonomy, or that they simply just don't make sense, then perhaps it's time to reevaluate what you are committing yourself to. Because If these expectations result in an unequal exchange of energy between two individuals or that there are elements of abuse present, perhaps it's the system that is outdated and needs reanalysis. Because if you continue to commit yourself to someone else's cause, you end up losing yourself by living a life that is not true to you. So the loss for you ends up being much greater than simply complying to a false perception of reality that your family might be subscribed to. So you need to ask yourself, by upholding these expectations from my family, am I betraying myself? And is there a lack of reciprocity, respect, and appreciation from those who impose these guidelines? So setting healthy boundaries becomes extremely important because they help us to reevaluate our values, beliefs, and goals, and also certain behavior that is no longer serving us as a human collective. Boundaries help us to connect with others better in that we meet them where they are at, we engage better in relationships, we prevent burnout, resentment, self-loathing, and stress, and we recognize what relationships are truly meant for us and which ones are not. Because if you are constantly doing things outside of your will, you end up beating yourself up for it after the fact and then deeply resent the people that you feel are subjecting you to all these unpleasant experiences. Now, with that being said, let's talk about the spectrum in which boundaries can fall. People that have been subjected to poor behavior by others oftentimes end up setting very rigid or firm boundaries, which can look like avoiding relationships altogether, being detached or distant from others, being unlikely to allow others in or even ask for help, being very territorial and possessive of their personal belongings, and having very few close friends or intimate relationships. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, weak boundaries are often referred to as porous or enmeshed boundaries, where there is an inappropriate crossing over between what is yours and what is another's. And this often involves oversharing personal information, being too involved in the lives of others, whether that's asking inappropriate questions or allowing others to dump their emotions onto you repetitively. 
having difficulty saying no in many situations, putting up with unacceptable behavior, and seeking to please others out of fear of rejection. Now, healthy boundaries, on the other hand, often involve where situations where you are placing value on the thoughts, opinions, and beliefs of others and yourself. You are sharing information appropriately as a means of connection versus attachment or fear, and you're being comfortable enough in the idea of saying no and accepting no from others. Now, it's very important to remember that as human beings, we naturally crave connection and community. So rigid boundaries can actually do more harm than they can good. And in fact, what is actually happening is that you are avoiding growth and evolution by not facing the challenges that you are being presented with in life. Now, mind you, there are very minor circumstances where you actually do have to cut individuals out of your life due to their inability to honor your standards, but that shouldn't include everyone. The whole point in boundary setting is that you are demonstrating to those around you how you wish to be treated. Now, a good point to keep in mind is that we are not trying to change anyone around us. Some people will never respect any type of boundary. The only thing we are responsible for is simply demonstrating what we accept and what we don't accept. So with that, let's talk about the different types of boundaries. From a psychological perspective, there are six to seven types of boundaries, which I will cover briefly for you today. In my opinion, there are only two main categories of boundaries, which include external and internal boundaries. So what I have done is I have classified the various types of boundaries under these two main umbrella terms. So let's start with the external boundaries because they are what most of us are familiar with. So external boundaries can include material boundaries, which involves everything that you possess or own. So an example of how someone can overstep a material boundary includes people borrowing things from you and not returning them or returning them damaged or taking things without asking. And then there are physical and sexual boundaries, which can be two separate categories, but essentially they involve your personal space, your physical body, and the limitations or your level of comfort with physical touch and sexual experiences. Time boundaries are the most relatable because this is where a lot of people give up their own personal time to please or meet the expectations of others. And then with that, there's a whole subset of internal boundaries that I've compiled for you guys. So I added to this list physical boundaries to the set of internal boundaries because it's really important to highlight what you are feeding your physical body and whether or not you have limitations or standards regarding your physical health as well. So there is the physical body that you are setting boundaries for the external world, but you also need to take some ownership in terms of what you're doing with your physical body from an internal perspective. They can also include mental and intellectual boundaries. So this includes your thoughts, beliefs, and ideas, and whether or not you have an appropriate gauge on what you, what to share and when to share it. But also, more importantly, whether or not you have a grasp on your self-dialogue and obsessive thinking. So not only is it important to set boundaries with others, but also we need to avoid destructive cognitive habits internally as well. There are also emotional boundaries. So this often involves our feelings. So limitations on when to share and what to share regarding your emotions. So this can be either oversharing in an inappropriate setting or not allowing others to express their emotions as well. 
And the final category, which I had to add in for all of you guys listening are energetic boundaries, because this is one that I specifically want to highlight for people that are highly sensitive to their environment in that you need to set energetic boundaries to assess what belongs to you and what belongs to another. Because if you don't have discernment in this area, you end up picking up other people's suffering and mistake it for your own, which can create a lot of pain and confusion. So now that we've covered the importance of setting healthy boundaries and the various types of boundaries, let's talk a little bit about how we can implement this into our day-to-day lives. The important point to keep in mind is that boundaries are not about changing another person's behavior. It's about your behavior, setting the standard and expectations for what is permissible and what is not. So you are changing your own behavior to reflect what is most important to you. So you can start by self-reflection. What are your biggest priorities in life? Make sure that this list is wholesome in that it includes things that nurture all aspects of self, including your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual needs. What do you value most in life? And what are your short-term and long-term goals? When you are clear on your needs, wants, and beliefs, it's easy to set boundaries because you are staying true to yourself and in turn to others because the most important relationship you can establish in life is the relationship that you have with yourself. So if you can't honor your own needs, you are only showing up from a place of lack, fear, and insecurity instead of wholeness and self-assurance. And if you don't know what your needs are, you will never be able to communicate them effectively, which takes me to my next point, which is all about communication. You want to be direct, self-assured, yet gentle in your communication of setting boundaries. It doesn't need to be an argument or a battle. Boundaries should be set beforehand and not after the fact. So for example, if you are Working on meeting a deadline, you can communicate this with the people closest to you beforehand. And if someone ends up contacting you while you're in the midst of completing this deadline, the behavior that you can display would be responding after you have met your deadline to show the importance of that boundary to you. Otherwise, if you feel like you have enough time, you can send them a quick message saying, hey, I don't have time to talk to you right now. I'm working on something that's really important to me and I will reach out as soon as I can because I would love to connect with you. So you don't need to wait until you are reaching a boiling point and lose your mind over something that could have very easily and effectively been communicated. And if you are not comfortable with this level of communication, you can start where you feel the safest. So this can be friends that you really trust and love or family members that are open and accepting of your standards. So just to test the water until you are a little bit more comfortable enough to engage in this level of communication to the point where it becomes almost second nature to you. The next point to keep in mind when setting healthy boundaries is consistency. If you show that you are uncertain of your own boundaries, this just demonstrates to others that you don't know exactly what you want. And they will try to convince you to do the things that they want, not from a place of bad intentions, but it's just what makes them happy. And they're just asking you to join in. But let's say you have a consistent workout routine that is very important to your overall well-being. This becomes an unspoken boundary in that those who know you recognize and respect that time that you have dedicated to yourself. Or you consistently avoid talking to friends and family during work hours because of your obligations. People that know you know that this is a boundary that is very important to you and will honor that by not contacting you during those hours. 
The next point that is extremely important when it comes to setting healthy boundaries is giving from a state of overflow and not lack. So you can begin to evaluate where in your life you are giving from a state of overflow versus lack as a starting point. So if you are sharing your time with a friend and that results in you putting a project aside temporarily and you're okay with that because you are coming from a place of abundance, there is no problem in that. But if you feel like hanging out with a group of friends doesn't feel like a priority because you see each other often and the important thing for you in this moment is completing and fulfilling a promise that you've made to yourself, then sitting out on that gathering is actually a win-win situation because you are honoring your personal requirement and also establishing a healthy boundary with your friends as well. So this is not only showing a high level of empathy and compassion to yourself, but also translates into empathy and compassion for others. Now, using the example of material boundaries, maybe you are the type of person who doesn't place much value on material possessions and you believe that what belongs to you belongs to everyone else. So you know that this, if you know this about yourself, you won't be offended if someone takes something of yours. Or if you really thrive off of devoting yourself to those you love, dropping something to help a friend in need is what is most important to you in life. Then you won't be needing to set boundaries in those areas. So really the most important Part of this step is having a consistent routine that fills you up enough in order for you to support and give time to those around you from a state of overflow. So if you're already doing those things to begin with, you're coming from a place of abundance and not lack, and you can make little adjustments as needed. And that takes me to my next point, which is life is all about balance. You are not a robot, so you can be flexible when you need in life. The key is to flow with life and implement things that help you, your overall growth and well-being, and not to be rigid and fixed in anything in particular. And a note on setting healthy energetic boundaries is to become well aware of what is yours and what is another's. And you do this by recognizing what your internal state feels like for you. And this can take years for some to develop, but beginning to assess your own internal guidance system and emotional state becomes very important for you to then be able to demonstrate empathy towards others without taking on their emotional or energetic states. And the final note that I want to leave you guys with regarding this episode is the key to all of all of this is recognizing that everyone has an area in life that they place above everything else. So maybe it's your spiritual needs, your mental, emotional health, your sense of connection to others. So the most important question to ask yourself is by giving my time, attention or personal space in this situation, am I staying true to who I am? or betraying a part of myself, then you will know where to begin in terms of setting healthy boundaries. And with that, let's move right into this week's episode prompts. So prompt number one is, which type of boundary is most important to me? Prompt number two, in which area of my life am I not honoring this boundary? And prompt number three, When in the past have I upheld a boundary which resulted in me stepping into my personal power? All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Sovereign Soul podcast. I hope that everyone has a beautiful holiday season. I will be back in the new year with some very deep and big topics, but I just wanted to kind of keep things on the lighter side as we go into the holiday season, but get ready for 2022. 
because I feel strongly that we are on a pinnacle of a big shift for humanity. And in order to reclaim our sovereignty, we need to dig a little deeper and understand our lives more fully. So take care and I will be back in January.